Three attacks so far. You have a gun? I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Hello, Sydney. It's an honor. Welcome back to the Bean Dub Podcast. My name is Seth, and here with me once again is... Laura. And... The Dude of Fat. Mm, nice. Our goal on this podcast is to silently stalk a director, writer, or actor for an entire month and disembowel their film history regardless of our talent, credibility, and meta-commentary. Yes. Figured I'd put that in there. Confirmed. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Con- considering what we're watching. It's a nice touch. <laughs> this month... We're following the boys at Radio Silence Productions and discussing all the movies they've been involved with. That being said, yesterday we went to an opening night showing of Scream, or Scream 5, Five Cream. or Five Cream, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, that tantalizes the taste buds of your ears. Ears. <laughs> I am really excited about talking about this movie. Yeah. It's a brand new one. Yep. We're going to be one of the first podcasts out talking about it, and it is a fantastic movie. It was really Oh, yeah. Good. Before we get into that, does anybody have anything new they want to talk about? Exciting things going on? No. Just whatever you want. Our lives aren't that exciting. <sighs> I <Okay>. mean... <laughs> I mean, you're okay. not wrong, but... Oof. <laughs> Well, for me, uh, I've been listening a lot to the new Weekend album, which I fucking love. It, it is, is very fantastic. good. Um, it's even more 80s vibes than the last one, and I'm a big fan of the 80s Weekend. And I just love... Uh... Thanks, Bella. I like albums that like follow one storyline, and this one is kind of like a journey uh, recalling all of your past... like regrets and stuff through like purgatory to death i forget what you called it was it like a theme album or something like that yeah fucking i I, you had the word for it it's like context something like that concept concept Concept. album that's what it is yeah so i really love concept albums and uh when they all follow a story i don't think this this album has to be listened in order it's just the way it has to be done and the like interstitial like uh, radio parts. They're narrated by Jim Carrey. What? Of course. I didn't realize that. Of course. <laughs> when you listen I... to it over again, you can't hear anybody else. That makes sense, though, because I kept thinking why his voice sounded so familiar, but I knew it wasn't The Weeknd. Yeah, apparently, Jim Carrey is The Weeknd's like, real neighbor. No shit. <laughs> what? Awesome. That's cool. So, you've been listening to that uh, at work. I just finished the audiobook for Lovecraft Country. Which, um, it kind of went off in a different direction than the TV show did. Really sucks because the TV show had more to do when this one was more conclusive. They could have gone exactly the way the book did. And it would have just ended. Mm -hmm. But it wanted to continue and then it just got fucking canceled. So it just made me more sad. Yeah. But I love Lovecraft Country. Okay. You too, Grayson. Calm down. Get the weighted blanket. That's all I really wanted to say. He wouldn't be able to move. (laughs) (laughs) It weighs as much as he does. I mean, I guess that's kind of the point, though, right? Before we start talking about the movie, uh, and 
obviously after we talked about our uh, joyless lives, I wanted to... <laughs> I, I wanted didn't say to, joyless. I said uh, not that exciting. Yes. <sighs> Depressing, melancholic lives. Wow. Oh. Well, it's just all we do is work. Oh, well. That's it. Yeah. Work and eat. I'm good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time to eat. <laughs> Why isn't work and eating 50-50? I'm going to work on a time management. <laughs> Try. It's hard. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to another podcast that gave us a shout out just earlier this week. It's a Cut Above Horror Review. So Hydraberg, Jacqueline, and John over there at A Cut Above, they shouted us out because I gave them a, a good review. I mean, I've been listening to their podcast for a little while. We, well, I, we I all... know all their names because you mentioned yeah, we we all talk on like this uh, Slack channel. I mean, oh, I don't know cool. what Slack is. It's kind of like Discord, but we all have like a community where we've all like branched off and made our own like podcasts. And it's like strictly the straight chilling podcast uh, network. I don't know what it is. It's, it's their Slack channel, but cool. we all just met on there. Kind of pushed me to make uh, this podcast, but also just wanted something more consistent that I can put out. Yeah. Right on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So yeah, shout out, go look at them look them up at a cut above horror review pretty much anywhere, I'm sure. They got a great podcast. So let's get into Five Cream. Five Creams. Love this shit. It was so good. <laughs> so what can so we talk good. what can we talk about? Spoiler free? Out spoiling, yeah. Mm. Can we talk about anything spoiler free? <laughs> Uh, Besides what was already shown in the trailer? Yeah. I don't know. It was good. I mean, I guess we could just say that we liked it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. We went through this entire week, like, watching all of the screams in order. And I think this, it, it, at the very least, competes with the first one. Yeah. Just by principle, I don't think it can beat it. It wouldn't exist without it. Right. But I kind of feel like I like it more than the first one. (laughs) Yeah, the the first one was iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But this one mm, really gives it a run for its money. Yeah. This one was really fun. So let's get into the spoilers. Uh, before we do that, Laura, could you read the synopsis? Yes. In 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges, and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Biggest spoiler ever. David Arquette's in it. Mm. Damn, I gave it away. Sorry, guys. Podcast over. <laughs> All right, and that's it. Thanks for listening. So, once again, uh, we are following Radio Silence Productions. That is Matt Bettinelli and Tyler Gillet. Jill, Jill. What about and the other one? The Lola. The Lola. Yeah, he's executive I producer. S- yeah, he's yeah. I saw him producer. on the. I saw him on the credits. Uh, 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 Chad Valilla. That's it. So I kind of just bunched everything together. I didn't take the time to uh, separate anything. So I just have one very long paragraph of the notes that I was taking during the video. Yeah, during, I, during the movie. During the movie. I had like very, very quick recaps of like scenes. Tried to keep it in order too. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing I want to say is that it's still a pretty formulaic scream movie. Mm-hmm. It, it follows all the same scenes. So that's the thing about screen movies. They all, like, have the start 
and then the fourth one had the meta like inception thing where they were like going into the movies and watching the movies yeah and then there was like three couples of people being murdered and then this one it's just the one girl (coughs) with they have a landline which is the weirdest thing yeah the entire movie (laughs) i don't know most like adults that i know still have a landline by adults i mean like real adults that like own a home and have children (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. It's just, they have it. Well, this girl, I think we find out later her name is Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we find out in the first scene yeah, her yeah. name is Tara, but she's texting her friend that the uh, liquor cabinet is unlocked, and that's the reason for them to hang out. Yeah. Still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to convince her to come over and hang yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's full of UV blue and MD 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm a little confused as to why there would be a lock on that cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's no point. So Ghostface starts calling the landline, and she doesn't pick it up because... It's an unknown once, caller. <laughs> for once in these movies, they just don't answer it. Yeah. Which is the first thing I said in, when we rewatched Scream. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore kept picking it up. I was like, man, I wouldn't even fucking picked it up in the first place. Yeah, yeah. why? But back then, that's all you had. Like, you answered the phone. Like, I, I still didn't. Before caller ID <laughs> days, care. yeah. Like. Well, sure, but like after the first time of you picking up and talking to him, it's like, ah, not nah, fuck you, I'm just not going to yeah. answer again. Mm. She eventually picks up because he calls multiple times, <sighs> and he starts playing that game with her, and she wasn't, she hadn't seen the original Stab movie, which is the uh, in-movie Scream. It's their yeah meta movie. Well, it's just the movie that is made in the movie based off About of, like, movie. what actually happened <laughs> in the movie. Exactly. I'm a dude playing a dude. This, guy, <laughs> yeah. this, guy, this, this guy is another, another dude. dude. Yeah, that's, that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> Pretty much. So he only asks her about the stab movie. I don't think he asks about any other movie. He asks, like, what her favorite movie is, and she, yeah. or horror movie, and she said the Babadook. Babadook, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Which, bad no. choice. Even though he is a gay icon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how anyone found out that he was gay. I think he was like someone just had like a flag of him like waving around during a gay pride parade. <laughs> I know that that's confirmed that actually happened, but I still I saw the movie, but I still don't know where did they come up with the idea that he was gay or was it like Dumbledore and you know it just came up with it later. Yeah, like later it was revealed Maybe. that he was gay. Know. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, like you there was no indication. It was never brought up ever in the books or the movies. You don't know the uh, sexuality of the Babadook? No. Also, this is way off topic. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on. She she says she likes elevated horror. Yeah. She later gets frightened um, because he keeps saying that he's going to murder her friend. He's like texting her from her phone. He said he like cloned the phone. Yeah, he cloned the phone. I didn't know that was something you could do. Apparently, it's something you can do. I, I don't know how to do it, but I've heard of it okay. happening before, yeah. Well, they cloned the phone and was texting her from her friend's number and said, don't hang up the phone or your friend dies, and had a video that I assumed at the time was, like, pre-recorded, but it could have been live since, uh, spoilers, this is does have two killers. Mm-hmm. Well, it got sent to her, so it had to have been recorded it wasn't like, right before i don't think it was live no okay. no i mean the only way he could have done 
something live would have been like if it was a video call, right? Right. Yeah, and she it was got a, it, it in was a text. message. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, she she wants to answer questions about the Babadook or Hereditary or the Vivich. Yeah. I love Hereditary. Did the you other roll ones your are, eyes? Yeah. Did you roll yeah, your eyes when like, you heard oh, that too? Come on, man. A twenty four gets enough shit already, man. Yeah. We didn't need to bring this up in this movie. I like movies of of all genres and yes. production companies. Yeah, you do. I yeah. like all of Nicolas Cage's work, even which is a wide right. Yes, even Jujitsu. God, <laughs> that movie is fantastic. So I don't really have anything else between this. I really like focused on the kills because in this one they're fucking brutal. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tara, she has like this phone locking thing. Where she can lock the the doors in yeah, the house. The she can lock everything down. Yeah, it's a smart tooth, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, smart home security or, system. Yeah, there you go. Well, obviously, this guy also had control of it, so he, he kept turning it off and turning it on and turning it off and turning it on. Yeah. Or she kept turning it on and he kept turning it off, and then that went back and forth as she was slowly like backing up to obviously an opening where the motherfucker would come out. He texted her and or did he call her? He called He's, her again. Oh, yeah, and he said, do you think during one of those exchanges, yeah. do you, was there enough time for me to come through? Do you through? think I had enough time to get inside the house? Yeah. Yeah, and then he jumps out and scares her, and I know there was a brutal stab through the ankle, or through the hand. Through the through hand. The hand. Yeah. There was an ankle crunch. He, like, stomped on her ankle while yeah. she was crawling away after yeah. being stabbed. It snapped her leg. The bone crunch yeah. was probably the, the grossest. Yeah. Watching the, the best theater... So the the sound, sound was, was very vivid, ultra crisp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that bone very very loudly snapped, Ugh. and then the stab through the hand, which pretty much saved her life. Yeah, because she put her hand mm-hmm. up, and otherwise it would have gone like directly into her face or something. Right. Yeah, the the cops came or something, or he thought she was dead. Yeah, basically left her for dead. Yeah. Which, yeah. after um, as much as she yeah, was like, when stabbed and shit. She was on her phone trying to get 911. She used her security system or something. Yeah, to, and to, it, it, yeah, to trigger an alarm. Right. Yeah. They always have a security measure where you can just call the police to right. your house. Yeah. And then the cops showed up. You could see the red and blue flashing outside, and I'm assuming that's what mainly made Ghostface run. But Yeah. It's the first movie... Where the first victim does not die. Yep. yep. And this later, be, I mean, she just stays a main character throughout the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. And then we see in Modesto, California, <laughs> well, where our main character. It, it, yeah, like, that's where it started out. Well, it, it was in Woodsboro. That's where she was stabbed. Oh, yeah, right. But apparently, then, yeah, Woodsboro is not too far from Modesto. Modesto apparently. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was, like, very much uh, in, like... The valley outside of L.A. Yeah. in the older movies. Yeah. It's just like a good eight-hour drive. Right, yeah. <laughs> but Modesto apparently is just not that far away, at least in movie time. Yeah, no. I don't... Modesto's very close to us. I was just there on Monday. Yep. <laughs> yeah, funny enough. <laughs> Sam Carpenter, obviously huge nod to John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, she's the lead character, and Tara is Sam's sister. Younger sister. Younger, yes. yeah. And uh, Sam gets a call from Wes... Another nod to Wes Craven, yeah. the last director of these movies. And 
he says that her sister had been stabbed and that they she needs to get down there. Um, she works at a bowling alley with her boyfriend, and uh, they both go down. the The boyfriend is played by a Quaid, right? Yeah, Jack Quaid, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you look him up to make sure he's like actually? I don't, he looks I mean, like he, a Quaid. He, do, he does. He looks but... like a Quaid. I have no doubt. If I'm wrong, then uh, well, okay. I think you pointed this out in the theater. I don't know if you wrote it down, but the first street shot in Woodsboro is has the sign Elm Street. Elm yeah. Street, yeah. I noticed it too. <laughs> Another nice little nod. Yeah. I always think that's funny because, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street, obviously, but mm-hmm. that's always in the movies. But, like, there's an Elm Street, like, right around the corner from yeah, us, too. There's like an Elm, there's an Elm Street in every. Yeah. town but it's just funny that it's right around the corner i mean us. It's, nightmare yeah. on elm street's not an incredibly uh unique name no because there's like an elm street in every single right i mean yeah. it's it's a type of tree like <laughs> yeah very common tree i don't have anything in between when she gets the call and the uh the group of the kids at the school with the jock and her or his yeah, girlfriend I'm and pretty sure that was the next scene anyway, yeah that's so. all i remember oh wasn't her at the hospital first no okay so it it cuts scene, to them talking um, about it. Is yeah. the group of friends, the main group of friends, there's like a jock and his girlfriend and his sister. And Amber, she's like a nerdy. Uh, yeah, who's Tara's friend. Who was, she was the one she she's was like, talking to. That she's I like the stew of this movie because she's she's the movie nerd. Yes. She likes the, the specifically the stab movies. Yeah. And yeah. I'm assuming a huge horror nerd as well. Yeah. Yeah. Am I missing anybody else? Wes. Wes, who is? He's the son of the sheriff, the cop, the the sheriff, the lady that yeah. was in the fourth one. Yeah. The girl brings up uh, the first red herring of the movie, which is the um, summer fling she had, who looks like a fucking even greasier Billy from fucking Stranger Things. And oh, like God. old. I mean, she's yeah, old. Yeah. she's in high school. She could. You know, somewhere between, you know, 15 and 18. Dude looked like he was late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Creeper status. Creepetto. <laughs> looks like he took all the light bulbs out on his trailer. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Okay. My, my interpretation of that is he's not too bright. That works, too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's drugs. Okay. Uh, Well, this kid, uh, well, not kid, Jesus Christ. He's like fucking. Creepetto. 30 years older than me. Um, Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. 56 year old man. (laughs) She had a summer fling. Well, I mean, I guess he looks looks good for 56, though, I guess. (laughs) Shit. It's a great hairline. <laughs> well, this this motherfucker dies the next day or that night. Yeah, it was, they, yeah, they all go to like the bar. It was that night. This guy pulls out a fucking switchblade on the jock when he's like standing up to him. This jock's like this dude's pretty fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he whooped this he because fucking uglier Billy is like fucking <laughs> scrawny too. <laughs> Yeah, dude doesn't really have a whole lot going on physically. Yeah, no. so he just pulls out a switchblade in the bar and just immediately gets kicked out by the um, bartender. Yeah. 
And so he's like pissing on the building outside and uh, his car lights turn on and the car turns on. Yeah. And he goes over and nice car, checks though. it. Yeah. Nice car. Of course, they always have fucking nice cars. Right. Yeah. They didn't really like show the car very much. No. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's not Christine. It's Scream 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But it was a nice car. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, the, the car doesn't get hurt at all, right? No, not at all. Um, yeah, they didn't just, destroy the car. Mm-mm. He just gets fucked up by Ghostface next to his car yeah. with his own switchblade, right? Yeah. Initially, yeah. Uh, pretty sure he got finished off by the the real one, though. What do you actually want to call that blade? What? The, uh, the scream blade? The, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's the most iconic for that movie. I don't yeah, but know. what is that shape? Like, what kind of knife is that? Uh, it's some, hunter's knife? Some kind of hunter's knife, yeah, but it's got a really extreme, like, curve, like yeah. a recurve at the, at the tip. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Really nice knife. His stabby step. Jeff has one. Well, why didn't we <laughs> consult Jeff? <laughs> consult the Jeff. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's that stabby stab called? <laughs> what's that knife called, Jeff? I swear if he responds, stabby stab. <laughs> <laughs> During this scene, though, is the most iconic scream song, Red Right Hand, if you noticed that or not. I did not. Um, during that scene where that guy was getting killed, it was Red Right Hand, huh. which I just loved. And I'm sure uh, a lot of um, other people, big Scream fans, are going to love that, too. So many callbacks to the original yeah. Yeah. in this and, so many. And to just other horror movies. Yeah. It, it goes back to Sam visiting Tara in the hospital, right? That's all like, you know, eh, exposition, whatever. Um, move on from that. She sees none other than old Skeeter Ulrich in the fucking mirror in Ski, the skate. bathroom. Goddamn Skeet. Which uh, apparently we find out later is her father. <gasps> no. Sam's father. So surprising. She's yeah. not nearly greasy enough. <laughs> She's a very pretty girl, actually. <laughs> I wonder, did they ever show her their mom? No, I kept. I kept they're wondering. definitely ethnic. They they don't look like fucking Skeet. No. Yeah. No, and I can't remember after watching the first one if there was, like, if she was actually mentioned. Yeah. No, they never, like, said her name. Yeah, because like, it was mentioned, or, like, if I remember right, in the first one about Billy going with someone else. Yeah. Very briefly, but they never said who it was. Right. Huh. I thought maybe they would bring that in, but they never did. Yeah, I guess not. It's a smart branch for the for them to, like, go off with mm-hmm. for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she sees, she sees Skeet, and then right afterwards she's attacked... Um, by Ghostface, yeah. I think, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she gets away. Or no, was, she was in the break room. The break room. At the hospital. Yeah. The, yeah. To go, you know, where they get coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a cafeteria. Is that where the mirror was or was she in yeah, the bathroom for that? Yeah, that's where the mirror was. Okay. So it was all in the break room. Yeah. There's like a sink, you know, where you wash your hands and whatever. Yeah. She had to go get water so she could take her pills. <laughs> her crazy pills. Mm-hmm. Good old anti-psychotics. Her dad is Billy Loomis. Do we know if, uh, is it just her or is Tara also? It's just her. It's just her. Just her, yeah. Yeah. They look pretty similar. Yeah, but the the mom. Hadn't gotten it from the mom. Yeah. 
Right. So they decide that they need uh, expert advice. They go to see David Arquette, old ass. Uh, God, he looks so beat up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks rough. That was a bummer, though. Like, just for his character to end up like that. Yeah. yeah. He at least addresses in the movie that he was, like, stabbed nine it- times as permanent nerve damage. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a more realistic, I suppose, but it was just, you know, it's still yeah. written that way. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed that they did that to him. Well, but I mean, we we learned in this one that from the events of four up until now, he and Gail got divorced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They moved to New York, and he stayed there for like two months, and then like just left. Couldn't in the fucking of the take night. it, and yeah. just yeah, he just left in the middle of the night. Yeah. And eventually just turned to alcohol, lost himself in the liquor, and then was forced to retire. Well, yeah, he was he was forced to retire. That was kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have the, the greatest outcome. No, poor guy. But he explains to Sam and her boyfriend the rules for yeah. the... the Screen to survive the, a the rules to survive the horror franchise. Yeah. Obviously, this one's a new one, so uh, they actually explain that later, which I actually liked. Dewey, that's it. Dewey, Dewey explains to them the basics, and then he refuses to help them. So they go over to all the friends' place, and they all gather, and um, which, yeah, by by Dewey's formula, I guess was the people that were all supposed to be suspects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone is a suspect. Yeah. But they explain that it's a requel, thus justifying the Scream name, since this one isn't well, Scream 5, and it's not, it technically isn't 5 Cream, even though I like calling it that. Yeah. yeah. This is just Scream, which makes it hard because, you know, they do this a lot now, and they do, like, this sequel that's kind of a remake but not really because it's still you know it's based on other like parts of the franchise at least yeah Yeah. doing that with the new texas chainsaw massacre movie Hmm. that's coming out on netflix that it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original so you're just blasting over all the other shit that happened in between it same thing with happened with halloween Mm -hmm. how fucking long that franchise is and then halloween 2018 just is a sequel to the first Halloween in 1978. 2018 was probably one of my favorites. Though. It was, yeah. It was great. To where they fucked that franchise. Yeah. And they didn't do that to Scream. And I really like that they explained that in this movie. Yeah. That they explained even why it's titled Scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I have much more respect for this now. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really did their homework with this one, too. Yeah. Really seems like they... Had a deep appreciation. Yeah, that these guys definitely love Scream. Yeah. So it seems like anytime Sam is alone, at least for the most part, she hallucinates her own father. So Billy Loomis shows up in their rearview mirror. And it's always like mirrors, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was kind of the part of it is that she... Th- she saw afraid- herself. Yeah, saw him and herself. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's the, the scene with... The sheriff, the mom, and Wes. And they're super safe. Wes has 
pepper spray and, and a, a taser. taser. <laughs> he's like the outcast of the friend group because he's so yeah absurdly like uh, safety driven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the house doesn't have a security system. No, it does. Well, he, it's a lock. I mean, it's the most basic security system. An old deadbolt. Yeah. yeah. That's all we have. Very old. No, way older than the one we have here. Oh. That thing looked antique-ish. But the sheriff in Woodsboro... Yeah. yeah, that doesn't have a security system on her house. Yeah, especially what she went through like what is it, eleven years earlier than that? Yeah. Okay. Smart. Yep. <laughs> he Wes goes up to take a shower and um the sheriff leaves and pick up their food. Yeah. Yeah. Sushi. And then she gets a call from Ghostface, which picks up in her car, because modern technology. And um he tells her that uh, he's going to kill her, and he's going to kill Wes. Anyway. Except by the time that. you get home, I'm going to get your baby boy. Yeah. Pretty and much, And then that yeah. made her, like, flip Turn on her and fucking... Yeah, immediate uh, 180. Yeah. Call the police to her place. Yeah. Because she was um, just trying to track his... Um, yeah. Trace yeah, She was trying to get phone. a trace on the call. Yeah. Well, there was another nod um, to Psycho while he was taking the shower with... Like an exact replicated shot looking up at the shower head. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was pouring on the camera. Yeah. There's so many nods to horror movies. Yeah, the killer lures the mom back to the house, threatening Wes. And Wes is out of the shower. He's doing things around the house. And I love this because there's a bunch of lead-ups to scares that just amount to nothing. Yeah. He's like... uh there's the buildup of the sound while he's like looking in the fridge, and then he closes the fridge door, and there's no one there. There's nothing. And he, <laughs> he went to the, the the like pantry cupboard, and yeah, got the sriracha and like something else or whatever else. Soy he sauce. Was, soy sauce. Yeah. Same thing. Nice ominous <laughs> music that has a buildup, and then door closes. Mm, nothing. So good. Build the tension, and there's nothing there. He finally gets attacked by Ghostface. And Ghostface seems, like, more overpowered than he usually does in the movies. In this one. Yeah. Because he's, like, he overpowers and he doesn't get beaten up as much as... That's, like, the thing in all of the Scream movies. Yeah. Like, Ghostface gets, like, thrown around and right. yeah. hit with a lot of shit throughout the, all of the movies. Yeah, that's true. He's not, like, just a Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He's just unstoppable. He had... West pinned against the front door. West is trying to reach for his pepper spray or his taser, which was like just out of hands and just out of arm's reach. Yeah. And Ghostface does one of the most brutal stabs I think I've ever seen. He slowly stabs the knife through Wes's neck, like kind of near the side, so you can see yeah. the blade like pushing the skin out as it goes through his neck. Ugh. And then it came out the other side. Okay, the end of it starts sticking Jesus out. Jesus Christ. I felt so. like you could see like some arteries in the way that's like poking. Like, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, you can see. That that was done very well. <sighs> it was pretty gnarly. Gross. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that before. Oh, God. <laughs> that had me squirming at the theater. So That made you uncomfortable? Yeah. How strange. 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah, that much, says something. I've seen much worse, but not like that uh, graphic of detail. And it was like slow. Yeah, yeah. Because you just imagine how much that fucking hurts. Yeah, it wasn't that quick through and through crap. It was uh-huh. calculated, nice and slow. Yeah, and it's definitely <sighs> death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, Wes's mom gets home, but just too late, and she gets murdered. She got got first. Oh, she got... Oh, that's right. Ghost, Ghostface lured mom to the house, threatening the son. See, As she's the... running up to the front door, he just gack, 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 right in the stomach. Yeah. I'm feeling woozy, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's two more kills under this Ghostface's belt. And, I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the first kill that was just in, like, broad daylight yeah i don't ever remember there being another kill that was in daylight it was all under cover of darkness or like Mm. inside somewhere inside okay it's been like yeah Yeah. broad daylight oh because um because she was just she was running up to her porch yeah and he just got her like right in the middle of the walkway Uh, broad daylight jamie kennedy and uh scream 2 is kind of oh right broad daylight he got got... pulled into the van oh yeah Yeah. he did get pulled into the van that's true that was still concealed though for the most part yeah that wasn't just wide out in the in the open yeah yeah these these uh new killers really don't give a fuck no they're just (laughs) stabbing people in the middle of lawns and right outside of bars Real hobo shit. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing of note is a, a movie review on YouTube that just... God, these directors love their uh, in, incorporation of YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> they have ridiculous shit, because in Ready or Not, it was the, the cross The cross training. training, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one, it was a movie review couple making fun of Stab 8. And the new killer was, like, sleeveless with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I want to see that one. Me too. <laughs> was that Tara's... Not Tara. Sam's boyfriend. Yeah. Was Richie? Yeah. Yeah. It was Richie. Richie. Yeah, he was the one that was watching all the, all the stab yeah. reviews and movies yeah. and stuff he like that. He was trying to research it. He's like, yeah, I just I, I want to be prepared. Jackass. Mm-hmm. Gotta be prepared for him when he comes at you with a fucking fire or flamethrower. <laughs> right. Fire launcher. <laughs> Flame speeder. <laughs> well, the ghost ghost face attacks Tara and Richie in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Dewey and Sam are on their way. Is it Sam that calls Ghostface or is it Ghostface that Sam calls Tara and yeah. Ghostface obviously has Tara's phone. Yeah. He's made an attack and um, very close to killing. He has. He's knocked out Richie, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he's slowly walking behind Tara, who's just crawling along because she's super crippled at this point. Yeah, she she's like, like in a wheelchair with the fucked up hand that just got a knife run through it, trying to push herself. In well, the at this point, she was already out of the wheelchair. Oh yeah, she, she was already crawling on out. the floor. Yeah, she you're was right. Crawling towards like the elevator. Right, yeah. Sam, he he was giving Sam an ultimatum of like whether he would kill Tara or Richie. Yeah, yeah. Gave her and the choice. 
and she was stalling because they were in the elevator and the elevator opens and Dewey shoots. Still can't fucking shoot. Yeah, classic Dewey. Dewey never puts up <laughs> any kind of defense. He only ever gets his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a distraction long enough for everybody else to get their shit together. Dewey was the pin cushion. <laughs> the poor guy. Poor God. So he shoots, but it scares Ghostface away. So Sam gathers Tara and Richie. Dewey fights with Ghostface. There's a few close calls. Ghostface almost stabs him a few times, but he's like, nope, not today. <laughs> yeah. And he, he gets back to his gun, which was knocked out of his hand, and he... Uh, Shoots the shit out of uh, Ghostface. Yep. I mean... In the chest. Yeah. Which, Which we, we already know that they've had bulletproof vests on before. So. I really think the coolest part of this scene, besides the gore, the, the head fuckery, mm -hmm. the coolest part is they actually stayed accurate with the gun stuff. Because I remember saying... After like he was walking back to go finish off Ghostface because they were they got everybody to the elevator and Dewey turns back around he's like no no gotta go finish them off they always get away if you don't finish them off you always gotta shoot him in the head yeah so he goes back to do that and I was like no you can't do that you're out of bullets man you already shot them all uh -huh. <laughs> yeah and as soon as I said that shit he popped the cylinder out dropped the empty casings and reloaded a whole new rack of six into there yeah. I love that. So good. All up close to Ghostface, who's laying on the ground. Mistake. And uh, has the gun right up to the head, about to pull the trigger, and gets distracted for like half a second by his phone ringing. Ghostface <sighs> gets at him. I didn't know the killer had two knives. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> got up and stabbed Dewey in the stomach, which, I mean, nothing new. He's been stabbed there like yep. at least three or four times. A few times. And he got stabbed in the back at the same time. Ghostface said it was like an honor to do this and like just tore up. Yeah. Both like of them. Almost at the same lifting time. him up. Yeah. Uh -huh. By pulling the blades up his like spine and like front of his stomach and just disemboweling him right there. Yeah. Yeah. And he said yes today. Poor Dewey. Your days are over, mister. Sorry, Dewey. Oh, the first legacy character. Yeah. So, Dewey has died. There is actual, um, there's an actual threat in this movie. Yeah. For the first time since Scream 2, which sucks. That was a, that was a really hard scene to watch. Especially with how fucking graphic it was. Jesus Christ. God, yeah. That was really cool. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't just the dyed corn syrup water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He had intestines coming out. Yeah. It was bad. Right after that, Gail shows up, and she did. Obviously, the paramedics are already there, and like. Yeah. With yeah. as much history as they had, like, she was destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, finally, after that, Sydney shows up just in time to mourn with Gail. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she'd been called by Dewey earlier in the movie, but. Uh, he told her to just not stay come. away. Yeah, come she back. said she wasn't yeah. going to. Yeah, uh, they both try to stop Sam and Tara from leaving because mm -hmm. Sam and Tara and Richie were all just going to take the fuck off. They're yeah, like, was... we're gonna do the one thing that nobody ever does in these movies: and <laughs> just fucking get the fuck leave. out of town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Sydney says, like, 
one thing that I've had to come to admit is that you can't run away from this. Yep. It's going to follow you. Right. Which is true. I mean, it hasn't only happened in Woodsboro. Yeah. It has followed them. Usually it just follows Sydney, though. Yeah. This killer had something specifically for Sam because she was Billy Loomis's daughter. Right. Yeah. So she asked Sam to stay and help them help Gail and Sydney mm. kill them. Just end it. End yeah. it. Kill the killers. Yep. Some real uh, Jamie Lee vibes on that one. Yeah. A little Just bit. Killed his motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, that's what should have happened. But. Yeah. So they still end up leaving. But uh, Sydney put a tracker on their car, which she said is a Gale move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, very much true. Yeah. And Gail says, I'll take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Richie's driving, and Tara is asthmatic. As, asthmatic? Yeah. Asthmatic, yeah. Yeah, and she doesn't have her inhaler. Apparently, she left it at the hospital or yeah, something. she or lost she it somehow. She misplaced it somehow. Right. She says she had an extra at her friend's house, um, but they would have to stop there. And Richie said, I'd rather keep all of my blood inside of my body. I'm sure so would you. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was way against actually stopping. But they eventually grind him down and tell him they, they have to stop for her. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do? Let the fucking girl die from yeah. an asthma attack just because you're not willing to stop for an inhaler? Yeah. Right. Uh, little did they know that the friend's house they were stopping at had a big-ass fucking house party going on mm-hmm. to uh, tribute Wes dying. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be a memorial. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking rager. It's yeah. more of a celebration <laughs> of life, but yeah, the jock is taking shots, which they said like, is that really how you're gonna mourn someone who died? Yeah, yeah. like pour one out, just don't, don't pour all the shots down your throat. Yeah, <laughs> he was like to Wes. Mm-hmm. Also a nice nod. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god damn it. <laughs> it really so? Yeah. Uh, no. And the, the I, like letters they had up said for Wes, and that yeah. was at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These guys fucking love this franchise. Yeah. This the the jock is kind of like his personality is kind of weird. It's a it's kind of a lot like his sister's, but mm-hmm. she's more like nonchalant, and more stoner vibes. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's uh, yeah. his girlfriend tries like uh, making a move on him and. He says, I don't know if we should do that. Not because uh, you can't have sex by rules of uh, horror logic, but because he doesn't know if she could be the killer. He said he's 99% sure or something like that. That she's not. That but... she's not the killer, but yeah. I can't take that chance. And yeah. also he like wants to stay like downstairs with yeah. other people. <laughs> yeah. Like, not off alone. I mean, that's made a, a lot thing of sense. To say. <laughs> what? That's a dick thing to say. Like, you think he wouldn't be able to take her, even if she was? Yeah, but they're, well, as, you know, they already went through all the rules of the horror movies, that yep. there mm. could be another killer, yeah. and maybe the yeah. killer is that her, you know, psycho ex summer fling dude. I mean, he yeah. could have easily been the killer. He'd be waiting in the room. Yeah, because they didn't even know that he died. I don't think anyone knew that he died. Yeah. It was never brought up again. I understand his thinking. That could have very easily turned into a very unpleasant yeah. three-way. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. A lot of penetration in the in the wrong person. Ugh. Uh. 
God. So she goes outside. It's Liv. Liv is his girlfriend's name. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, there we go. Keep forgetting his fucking name. I just keep calling him the Jock. That's he goes name. out. Yeah. You know, Jock goes out and uh, I don't know tries to get Liv. He goes out to look for um, this like phone app called Find My Fam. Yeah. Find My Fam. <laughs> and it said that this that. Her, his fam was like 60 feet away and it was Liv's phone. Yeah. And it was like in the bushes, which immediately you're like, nah, fuck this. She's not worth it. Go back yeah, inside. Yeah. But he's, he still went in there and he got stabbed in the leg right in the fucking femoral artery. Tries to get away and gets like tackled down and stabbed repeatedly. Yeah. Like he's only so like five times. or six times just like in the same spot. <laughs> well, uh, it was a Gale and Sydney were pulling up right at that time. The headlights were on Ghostface while he was stabbing the yeah. shit out of him. Yeah. But somehow they missed that. S- yeah. Didn't see him. <laughs> Didn't, not paying attention. <sighs> Classic parents in horror movies not paying attention to anything that's happening when they're pulling up in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the killer stabby stabs. That's what I put in <laughs> Killer stabby stabs. Killer stabby stabs. They just left him outside to die. Yeah. And uh, we come to find out, because Sydney and Gail realized it when they were tracking um, the car, that they were parked right outside of what was Stu's house in the original one, mm-hmm. right. which it very much is, yeah. because the interior is like exactly the same. Yeah. Well, the exterior was too. Well, it didn't yeah. look yeah. different at all. I wasn't yeah. paying attention to the exterior, though, uh-huh. but then you were pointing out like, the living room looks exactly the same, yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean, so does the kitchen. Yeah, how they shot oh some God. of some of the scenes in there too. They did it from the same camera yep. angles. God, <laughs> there's so much to love about this movie. They did it, yeah, so perfectly. Jeez, I just jumped right to the actual killers. Uh, so did I. I had the, no notes in between because I was just so. Yeah, I was very, that, very focused on the on the ending so i guess we just have to run through it we find out that amber and richie are the killers they're working together apparently met they met on a stab subreddit yeah and richie went to find uh, billy loomis's daughter in modesto where she was living yep. and apparently it was so easy to get her to fuck him his words yeah his words <laughs> your days are over mister so, moments of note in my post-thrill phase, which is right after we watched the movie, I was, like, jotting down the notes during the credits, and I was trying to remember everything, but I just always remember the violence more than anything. So, Gail was shot in the stomach. Yep. Right outside when they were, like, trying to go in. Right as, yeah, Sydney yeah. and Gail got there. Uh-huh. Amber came out, like, holding her stomach, and she was like, oh, help me, you gotta help. And they, they just stood back and they were like, hmm, what do you think about this? Trap? <laughs> Trap. And then, and then Amber was just like, oh, fuck this. Fuck this and just started shooting. <laughs> so good. And, uh, yeah, shot Gail in the stomach. Once again, I think she's been shot before, too. Definitely stabbed. Yeah. Yep. So she's down. She's out for the count. And she's just going to lay on the lawn for a while. And Sydney goes back in to finish it. And she gets a call. 
and um, it's by the other killer that wasn't Amber, and she's like looking around for him, and it's always the door that you don't check. Yeah. Yep. So she's just shooting. She just fucking runs up in there with the gun, just shooting through every door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Like, if you're not a killer, then, you better come out. Like, yeah, and then so one of the doors killed. was Richie, just shot him in the leg. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Ghostface came out of another room and, like, attacked him. Yeah. Well, my fell favorite, over the balcony. Yeah. My favorite part before that is she's on the, like, Ghostface is, like, talking to her and she's going through and shooting. And she's, I can't remember exactly what he says to her, but she's like, I'm bored. Just fucking <laughs> just hangs, like, up, hangs on up on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm bored. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, she's a boss in this one. Yeah. I yeah. love Sydney in this movie. She's been through it four times already. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> I would be bored too. Yeah, I mean, like let's just get this shit over with. I've been through this exact situation before. Not even very creative. No. No. <laughs> I mean, their entire purpose was basically recreating the first one. Right. Different motive and different. Yeah. Smaller things that happened in there, but yeah. basically it was recreating it to. For a new movie franchise. Sadistic fucks. They think that they have Ghostface, and then Sam comes into the room after uh, seeing Tara in the closet. Somehow Richie was convincing Sam that Tara was. Yeah, she found Tara tied up and, like, duct taped and everything. And suggested that, like. She could have been the killer. Yeah, it's a possibility that Tara could have been the killer. Yeah, because she was duct taped. I mean. That's what it was in Scream 4. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker was ta- uh, taped up. Yep. It turns out this one was very much just the exact case of the first one because it was the main character's boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. And the stew of the group. Yeah. yeah. Which they even pointed it out in the movie. Because uh, when they first talked to Dewey and he was explaining the rules of this, he's like, never trust the love interest. Yeah. That's the first rule he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said someone, and uh, or look at someone who's like obsessed with the movies and uh-huh. that yep. kind of stuff, which is what which she was. Which was Amber Bastards. Sydney was stabbed and they wanted to, they wanted to all end it in the kitchen the way it should have been ended in the first one. In the first circumstance that Sydney had to go through, and uh, surprise, it it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, doesn't happen like that at all. Nope, never does. Surprise, motherfucker! There you go. <laughs> Got him. Some fries, motherfucker. Uh, they stand around in the kitchen bullshitting because they all have to have their crazy monologues. You have to be as cliche as Explaining everything and why they did it. And giving everybody else enough time to, like, gather themselves and figure out what to do. Yep. Richie goes off to try to get get Tara because they left her in the closet. Mm -hmm. And this is when when Amber starts to go a little more crazy. Mm -hmm. God, I'm fucking nutso. Yeah. But she was she was trying to get all kill happy in the kitchen while that was happening, and ooh, did she get it? <laughs> the most accurate to Amber's death. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> she gets fucking blasted multiple times. Yeah. After uh, she had a, I'm guessing it was a bottle of, like Grey Goose or something like that. Yeah, a big ass like. 
a handle of vodka yeah, just smashed, smashed over her face. Yeah, and then she was just drenched in alcohol. Yeah. And I thought it was like, was it a bottle of, of alcohol or was it hand sanitizer? It was, no, it was definitely alcohol. alcohol. Really? Yeah, it was vodka. It, it was looked, a house party. <laughs> but it looked like the gel stuff. No, I think that was just like some glass and shit that was stuck in her face. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was the. It was vodka or something, some kind of clear liquid. Yeah, clear alcohol. And uh, the stove had turned on. I don't know how it turned on, but. Yeah, it was after she got knocked with the bottle. She like spun around and like caught one of the the handles for the yeah. stove and it just turned, turned on the, yeah. the stove on yeah was it gail or sydney that shot the fuck out of her sydney grabbed the gun but handed it to gail because amber was talking shit about how she killed dewey uh, because yeah. she was the one that actually killed dewey <clears throat> in the hospital she handed the gun to gail and she's like nah this one's yours you got this one yeah just blasted that bitch back look at look at look at how did that tiny little girl take two knives and stick it in Dewey and lift him up off the ground, though? I don't know. That doesn't. That does not. It's like one of the together. only like. That's uh, Unbelievable right parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's horror movie logic. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine with that. With how amazing the rest of the movie was. Yeah, I mean, considering she was the... at least six inches shorter than Dewey. Maybe she was just taking. Uh, well, she couldn't have though. It had to be her because yeah, because Richie, Richie was, was there. Richie was in the elevator already. Yeah, I don't know. I can't explain that. It bothered me too, but okay. yeah, I'm I'm over. Can it. overlook it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. She was just shot a bunch of times, thrown back, uh, turned around, and slammed face first into the fire, which lit her entire body on fire. Big ass fireball, <laughs> and she was just screaming. <laughs> I don't even know how they put her out. Like I would have immediately, as soon as she was like roasting marshmallow. Did on the they ground. put her out? I think they just walked out of the fucking room and left yeah, her like that. that. Would set the fucking house on fire, wouldn't it? She was a big ass fucking what candelabra. F- what did they care though at that yeah. point? Burn the kill her. Go get Tara. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Uh, I mean, you know, kill Richie in the process. Yeah. She needs some milk. She needs some milk. <laughs> but I think besides maybe a Marvel movie, I think that was probably the biggest like round of applause in a theater that I've ever heard. Yeah. Was when the bitch went up in the fireball. <laughs> mm-hmm. God. Yeah, everybody in the theater started clapping. Everyone hated that, that little twat. Yeah. Fucking Ambers, man. <sighs> and then it comes to uh, Richie's death fucking smug bitch (laughs) yeah she sees sam is crawling away from richie and he has a gun so i mean there's not much you can do you like try to defend yourself yeah uh she's looking at the like umbrella holder Mm -hmm. next to like the door she's crawling away from richie and she looks up into the mirror and sees Billy Loomis for the last time. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at his daughter and he's like, do it. And do it. he, yeah. he kind of just like glances over, glances like down. staring at one specific spot. 
He just has a... Telling her what to do. Yeah. So to speak. just has a smirk and, like, nods his head. Oh, yeah. Go do it. Do it. Execute order. Stabby stab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that she grabbed the iconic uh, killer's knife and then... Stabby stab. Oh, man. Took him down (laughs) and, like, stabbed up his body, like, climbing up his body on the ground and just stabbing him repeatedly all the way... Well, the first stab went through, like, directly through his mouth. Yeah, yeah. like, through both cheeks, you can like, see it oh. through his open mouth. <laughs> yep. Super cool effect. <laughs> and then it was just stabby-stab time. God. I'm feeling woozy, yeah! <laughs> Your days are over, mister. <laughs> oh, she went absolutely ape shit stabbing yeah. him. They hand her the gun because she has to finish him off. You always yeah, yeah. So she finally Even gets she done. Repeatedly stabbed him. Yeah, yeah, she stabbed the hell out of it. I mean, he's and she she slit his throat too. Yeah, just she, to make sure. He, I mean, he was definitely dead. Yeah. But, after that, he was just. Um, what did he say? It was like, what about my ending or something yeah, like that? Was, like the ending to his movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Here's right your ending. The throat. Yeah. Like Gail and Sydney are like. You have to finish it. They gave her the gun, and she, like, (laughs) shot him a couple times in the abdomen and the torso, and then... Then right through the brain. Right through the... Put his fucking brains on the floor. Like, Jesus. No hesitation. (laughs) No hesitation either. It's almost like she was reaching for the gun as they were saying, you gotta finish. like, yeah. Yep, blum, 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 blum. (laughs) Blah! Just like that. Right through the brain. <laughs> Fantastic. So satisfying. And the f- final scare of the final person that they forgot to make sure that they double tapped. Amber and her burnt ass fucking melty face oh, God. came running out and screaming so with a knife in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just gets blasted from the side and she drops. Yep. Tara had was in the hallway, had a gun. Mm-hmm. I guess Fuck yeah. it's it's canon in the movie. Unless you shoot them in the head, they aren't dead. Right. Yep. I like that they could still come back. Yeah. They yeah. Come back. Well, of course, unless a victim is disemboweled, that's a pretty iconic way that you die as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that that became a pretty famous thing through Scream. Got to make sure it's finished. Yeah. Actually finished. Yeah. In the final scene, you know, they're all outside the house and all the ambulances are there. The Sam and Tara and the brother and sister I don't remember either of their names. <laughs> yeah, they're the they're the survivors of this one. And then of course, uh Gail and yeah. Sydney both survived as well. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end. Um yeah. before the credits rolled it said uh, for Wes, or is it? Was it dedicated to Wes? It just said for, for Wes. Wes yeah. yeah. Scream Four was planned to be the start of a new trilogy that Wes Craven was going to do about with, with Scream, um, but then he came down with uh, I don't know, is it like brain cancer, some kind of cancer, which just obviously got much worse over time. Yeah, because he, he ended up passing a few years after Scream 4 released, right? Yeah, I think Scream 4 was his last movie. It sucks, but man, they really 
They would have made him fucking proud. I really feel like it, yeah. They did their homework. They stayed true to the franchise. Which was really all I was hoping that they would do with this. Mm-hmm. They put their own little taste on it, which was still pretty cool. Yeah, they they stayed true. They stayed true to the franchise. They didn't ruin anything. They killed Dewey, but... There had to be... One of the legacies had to die. Yeah. It had to happen. There had to be stakes in this one. Yeah. You, you can't keep doing it without, like, killing one of the characters. If it's just a mm-hmm. continuous thing, it's going to get old. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to go fucking red wedding on it, but... <laughs> yeah. I think all of us thoroughly enjoyed that one. It's the best of the sequels, right? Yeah, definitely. Everybody definitely. Of that. Yeah. yeah. Is it better than the original? I can, I don't think you could fairly say that it was better than the original because it wouldn't ha- it wouldn't mean anything or be what it is without the original existing already. Yeah. The, the whole point of it is going back to the original. Right. And that's why I said by principle you can't say that it's better than the original. Right. Yeah. Having not seen the original in theaters, obviously because I would have been like two months old. Um, Fuck you. I think this. I didn't see any of the screams in theaters, but um, this one was just like the beta, the the greatest, the betest experience. Yeah. Here's some scream fun facts. That's not trivia about this movie, but they are fun facts because I don't think I can. They've released a budget or a box office yet. I don't know. Uh, you know how well they're doing at your theater, but I don't know if they've released. Yeah. They usually wait until Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So, the killer in the original Scream was based on the Gainesville Ripper, who raped, murdered, and mutilated college girls in their dorms. Wes Craven was against doing the film until Drew Barrymore was signed on. It was Drew's idea that instead of playing a lead role, she would play the opening scene victim leading to one of the most iconic cold opens in horror movie history. Cool. Uh, Scream came out at a time that horror was a dying genre. It ended up reviving horror with a vigor. Every franchise attempted their own self-aware Scream knockoff. Yeah. The, The bad movies. Matthew Lillard got the role because he was standing across the hall from the casting room with his girlfriend who, I don't know if she was auditioning or if she was one of the people who auditioned people for another movie, and they approached him and said, you look good for this role, come audition. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And they actually originally uh, auditioned him for Billy's part. Yeah. But he wasn't uh, handsome enough to be (laughs) Nev Campbell's boyfriend. (laughs) Ski Ulrich is so much less attractive than Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Are you I, serious? I, it's, it's preferences. Yeah, it's it's all subjective too. Oh yeah. my god! Ski Ulrich was already a hard throb, I think, in How? at that point in the nineties too. I don't get it. I don't fucking Why? know. I always just thought he looked greasy, but people yeah. like greasy people. You now. think you think Steven Tyler looked attractive? Steven Tyler. It's just an amazing musician, so he's got that going for him. Yeah, there's people that used to think that he was like, he was the shit. 
I, I mean, I believe that. It's all subjective. Do, do yeah. you think Norman Reedus deserves all the girls that were drooling over him during The Walking Dead? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's sad, though. Even with washed hair, he's not that good-looking of a dude. No. <laughs> subjective. Yeah, subjective. It's doing pretty good. This one's got a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? So far. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. IMDb is pretty... On IMDb, pretty, that's pretty fucking good. Okay. The original has a 7.3 currently. Oh. Scream 2 has 6.2. Scream 3 has 5.6. And Scream 4 has 6.2. Okay. Now, this okay. one, because it's so new, is bound to fluctuate either direction, but... Yeah. Until it gets some kind of baseline. Yeah. Yeah. There's no budget released no box office yeah so instead of that we'll just say that that um tbd those nice little fun facts were well we don't get to do any like guessing game this time yeah sorry <laughs> i would guess they probably had a decent budget for it though yeah we'll probably know pretty soon and now we can all guess so i'm gonna say 25 million it's a million for every year Mm -hmm. Since the original. It's a big franchise. Yeah. So it's not just going to be another six to eight million dollar movie. Yeah, I know. That. No, not for these guys. Even though Ready or Not looked amazing on that budget. Hell yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 20. I'm going to go a little too oddly specific. 31.64. <laughs> yeah. Sticking with it. Going okay. higher end on the budget for this one. All right, let's end this with trivia. We all know we love this movie, and we're going a bit long, but that's all right. So, David Arquette, who is a certified Bob Ross painting instructor, taught several of the cast members how to paint like the legendary artist during filming breaks. What? <laughs> how does one become a certified Bob Ross art instructor? You watch all of his episodes and paint perfect pictures like him. There's actually and, a training program. Oh, God. <laughs> and always I, I add happy trees. randomly watched a documentary on Ross. <laughs> there's a documentary? Yes, because okay. I was very intrigued. I watched it, and there's actually, like, training programs for that. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. This is a quote from Kevin Williamson, the creator of the Scream franchise, the original writer. He wrote uh, 1, 2, and 4. Probably why three wasn't that good. Yep. Um, he said, That's a wrap on Scream, which I'm excited to announce is the official title of the next film. Nearly 25 years ago, when I wrote Scream and Wes Craven brought it to life, I could not have imagined the lasting impact it would have on you, the fans. I'm excited for you to return to Woodsboro and get really scared again. I believe Wes would have been so proud of the film that Matt and Tyler are making. I'm thrilled to be reunited with Nev, Courtney, David, and Marley. Marley? The sheriff. Marley Shelton. Oh, yeah, okay. And to be working alongside a new filmmaking team and incredible cast of newcomers that have come together to continue Wes's legacy with the upcoming relaunch of the franchise that I hold so dear to my heart. See you in theaters January 2022. Not cool. really trivia, but it's just... Yeah. That's a cool little fun that, fact. It's cool that uh, Kevin Williamson is... He's the creator of Screaming. He's back set. Yeah. 
Uh, when Scream 5 is released on January 14th, 2022, it will have been 25 years and 25 days since the original film, which huh. came out on December 20th, 1996. Wow. Here's my favorite fun fact. Samara Weaving was approached to be in the film, but she was unavailable due to the scheduling conflicts with Nine Perfect Strangers. I think I said I wish she was in this movie. Do you they happen did. to know what role they were wanting her to, to play? I don't know. I don't think she could play young enough to be one of the kids. Who would she have been then? If the movie stayed exactly the same way it is, who would have? Who would Samara Weaving have played? I guess she could have played Billy Loomis' daughter. She could have. Yeah. She's supposed to be older than the kids. Yeah, either that or maybe they would have considered her for Amber, possibly. Yeah, Amber's still pretty young. Yeah, she's high school. Yeah, I, too. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like reaching. I mean, the last time she played high school was the babysitter, right? Yeah. Like all previous four Scream films, Roger L. Jackson is actually on the phone with the characters as Ghostface. And <laughs> I know they never showed anybody what he actually looks like. Yeah. He's always just mysterious. I don't even know if they have pictures of him online. He's the person the, who does the voice? The, yeah, he's just faceless. What? That's kind of sad. If there's no pictures of him? No, he seems really excited about it. That's dope. <laughs> to keep it like that for so long. I saw an interview disguised picture on an interview on in one of the documentaries. Like they won't let anyone see what he looks yeah. like? What? He still has the voice, so he's like talking like it. That's so oh, weird. No, he has pictures. Oh. Damn. Is he handsome? <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't it depend on preferences? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, way to flip that one back at me. <laughs> <laughs> this one says, To avoid any potential plot details from being leaked to the public, several different versions of existing scenes in the film were shot along with multiple versions of the actual script being written. As plot details being leaked by cast and crew members has famously been a problem with a franchise, the most notable example being Scream 2, <laughs> which had to be almost entirely rewritten. When an extra yeah. leaked the script to the public. Damn. They're very careful about that. They have like Marvel level. What's well, even more than Marvel level because Marvel gets their like specific line down and then just makes everybody hush hush about it. This one they like actually have different scripts. Decoy scripts people. and shit. Yeah. Wow. They're filming extra scenes yeah. that aren't even going to make the cut. Yeah. When asked and then... <laughs> When asked in an August 26, 2022 Fab interview who he would like to see killed in the opening scene for the film, David Arquette jokingly suggested Logan Paul or his brother Jake Paul. Oh. <laughs> Great. But, but he, for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that he didn't feel comfortable recommending someone to be a character killed in the opening sequence. Or just both of them. Yep. Yeah. Just get a twofer. Yep. Get a twofer. They're both watching the stab movies and they both get fucking murdered. Uh, that would be great. Man, uh, fuck those guys. 
just the largest cultural phenomenon of people that are largely hated by everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible, but okay. And on that note, we all get to unwind. Yeah, that movie was fantastic. As long as it's in theaters, I think everybody should go watch it. Obviously, yeah. if you're listening to this fucking podcast, you should have already watched it. Don't yeah. fucking spoil it with this. Yeah. There, there's definitely more detail in there that we couldn't get to. It would take too long. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh. It was, it was really so well really. done. Now the question is, is it better than Ready or Not? Mm, <laughs> that's a hard comparison yeah. because... They're so different. It's a standalone. Yeah. Comparing it to a well-established and well-loved franchise. Mm -hmm. A personal preference. Is it a well-loved franchise by you? It was not initially, but I'm sure it is by a hell of a lot of people. Mm. I have a much, much greater appreciation for it now. Yeah. That's for damn sure. I'm not so crazy about it as, like, it seems a lot of people are. But yeah, I I respect the incredible like writing detail and yeah, how well thought out it is. Yeah, I will say too, I like that they didn't make Dewey the complete jackass goofball yeah. <laughs> that he was in pretty much every other movie. Oh, I thought his name was Doofy. It wasn't scary movie. <laughs> All right, well, up with the Doofy. There are still two more Sundays. So, we can actually split up the movies. We don't have to do a double feature. So okay. next week, do you want to do VHS or Southbound? I'll give you guys the choice. Since I know nothing about either one, it makes no difference to me. I don't know anything about Southbound. You've talked about VHS quite a bit. Okay. Well, VHS, I think, I think came out first. So we'll just watch that one, and then we can finish the month with uh, Southbound. Cool. So next week, uh, join us again. It's not going to be a brand new movie, but we're going to watch VHS, the original. Uh, Only one segment done by Radio Silence. God damn. (laughs) Only the real ones are going to know that reference. Yeah. I'll let into the bumps. This rabbit's hopping down your bunny trail. (laughs) Just link it in the description. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's enough. Let's get out of here. Your days are over, mister. Bye, motherfuckers. Pea soup. Good night. Okay, I just remembered that at no point in this podcast do I tell you how to get a hold of us or where to follow us on any social medias. So if you want to get a hold of us for questions or comments, or if you want something to be read on the podcast, or if you just want to get a hold of us, you can email us at beanduppedpodcast at gmail.com. Our ats on Twitter and Instagram are beanduppedpod. Otherwise, you can just search beanduppedpodcast, and I'm sure ours is the only one that will come up. I also want to say before anybody else does, I do use the word like and um a lot. I am working on trying to minimize that as much as possible. I just need a a greater vocabulary. Not that it matters, just so you know. Thank you for listening, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Catch us next week.
we're going to be reviewing VHS. The week after that is Southbound. Thank you. Thank you.